There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. The Square Ball Podcast. Here we go then. Propaganda is underway. Welcome to the show. Dan here with Michael and Rob. Show's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. If you're on the, the YouTube version, you will be able to witness now Michael's rather amazing shirt. It's a... How do we describe it? It's a blue and yellow sort of training football style shirt with Levi Solicitor's logo on the breast and then Will's probate conveyancing where the sponsor would be. Just tapping it there. And what's on the, what's on the back? Let me turn. Our new left back. The big. Yeah, that's what everyone's been demanding. I think you might be more use than Junior Furpo. I'm, I'm a fitter. I don't know. I'm not injured, I wouldn't say. I've just got a low level of base fitness. <laughs> How's your left foot? Awful. Mm. Standing on. That's what it's for. You could, yeah, but you're an inverted fullback, mate. It's fine. That's the thing, and it'll be cutting in yeah. and uh, not shooting because I'm not very good at that either. Right. Uh, what, what would you say is your main football strength when playing? It used to be running around a lot. Right. Approaching 40 now, though. These days. Yeah. Not played football in a number of years. Yeah. I can't see that being much of a strength. Mm. I think probably. First yards in vibes, my head. First, vibes. first yards in my head. Yeah. And vibes. And vibes. Vibes are very, very important. I'm just going to have to stick to pointing. You could be like the inverted Rasmus Christensen. Just knock it down the line. But yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Just twat it. Mm-hmm. I can take bad throw-ins too, which is uh, another strength. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Levi's Listers bring you the show. Will's Probate Conveyancing through the services that they do, as well as... It's on the sleeve as well. You get the badge in. Get the badge in. Uh, Levi's Listers... Don't mess with me, I'll fucking sue you. Also do... Um, services, but legal services for your, you and your business. They mm-hmm. do things like dispute resolution, mm-hmm. commercial and personal. Mm. Commercial property as well. Yeah. Employment law. Yeah, litigation. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Good stuff. Levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. I'm now going to sit here looking like a Sunday league footballer for the next hour. <laughs> you do anyway, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Right then, so this is Propaganda, the show where we um, find out what's been said in the world of football, uh, explored through the medium of clips, fan channels. Obviously, we've got to um, uh, check in on the opposition fans. If we uh, if we lose, obviously, we don't do that. We can stick it, can't we? It's our show. Do what we want. Not award-winning show, we should say. Well, it did win one. There's a there's a one behind Rob from last year, yes. which I think was the best year. It was overtaken by other interests this year. Mm. Corrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it wasn't really. We didn't win that. Uh, anyway, clips, medium, mm. play, uh, Blackburn. Not a lot of Blackburn stuff. That's the shortest route I could find to get <laughs> to Blackburn from where we were. Yeah, they weren't very much of it. Okay. Why, uh, why do you think that is? I suppose the attendance is a clue. That yeah. It was like 20,000 and nearly half of them were Leeds fans. I did enjoy the, the Venkis logo that was doing the rounds. It seemed deliciously sort of low rent. Mm. They, they're not as high profile as they used to be, are they, Venkis? I think they've just let some other people... Do the running of it a bit. 
there was that uh, amazing Blackburn Rovers jacket we saw in the stand, which that we never mentioned nice. on the match ball. And obviously we don't support Blackburn, but I would quite like that jacket because <laughs> it was outrageous. Yeah, if it was the exact same design in some like random German second division team, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to buy that. What, what was the jacket? What was it like? I can't remember. Did it say, it had really, I think it had two really massive crests on it. Mm. Did it say Blackburn across the middle as it well? It was huge. It was almost like a patchwork of different mm. Blackburn training kits. And Sounds stuff. like the sort of thing that Leeds United might adapt and put on sale mm. in the club shop soon. It's, well, I I don't mind some of that new stuff, you know. Right. Which one are you going to buy? The Cardi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ups and downs one. The ups and, I'm not sure about the ups and downs bit. Yeah. But the, the pattern of it. You've already got all the varsity range, haven't you? Of course, yes. Yeah, I've just cut about Ponty and that. Mm-hmm. With a, a lilac, over. a lilac jumper tied around my uh, neck, like I'm Prince William. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, Blackburn Rover sees. Yeah, I mean, this he didn't really have out to say. He went. He was vlogging from inside the ground. Missed both the goals, so not a hugely successful uh, attempt at doing this. So instead, I've just put in what is the most intrusive bit of production I've ever heard on one of these YouTube clips. This is him just talking about Blackburn season, and then some stuff happens, and I really wish he hadn't. Now, normally for these clips, we put a little noise at the start and end of them to know that we're we're playing them, mm. where they come in, where they go out, just to make it all sound a bit punchier. But we've not done that here. Well, he's got a bit of that on it, but he's, for some reason, put it right in the middle of some sentences. Ah, good. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe we're in a position where we're actually relying on our away form. I mean, how long has it been since we had a good away form? Right. You just carry on with it. That sounds like like a super fans thing on um, YouTube or whatever. You know, whatever is super subscriber thingy. It was just a thing saying, like the channel. I think it, the click is like, and then it's subscribe. And then there's the ding, ding, put your notifications bell on. Uh, oh, I didn't realise it was going to loop. Hang on, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me send the loop off. Carry on. Oh, are you, are you just going to... I'm just, just going to play ding, over ding, the top ding, of ding, me. Ding, yeah. Ding. yeah, so that was him. It's quite distracting, isn't it? Speaking of the Blackburn commentary, actually, and the, the fo- TV footage, I did try to find the full Salty Blackburn game version of it because people said they were getting cross about various things. I couldn't find it, but I did find some YouTube account that had put some really shoddily edited highlights together, which didn't find the bits I was actually looking for, but I did find the Somerville goal, and you can hear um, some noisy Welshman in the background if you listen carefully. Somerville has stayed on side, Leeds could steal it. Somerville flicks it beyond Volstead, it's 2 0 Leeds, and that might do it for the visitors. 7,000 travelling supporters, jubilant inside Ewood Park. Rovers have probed, looking for an equaliser in the second period, but Leeds have strung together a move of real quality there. Enough. Could you pick up Bryn in the background there? Oh, was that Bryn? That was Bryn. <laughs> you can hear Bryn in the background going, Somerville! I'm not sure shouting over the other commentary is within the rule book is it so. uh, it just proves that that Blackburn guy should have given it more oomph really mm. appreciated what he'd seen I think uh, was, was it Brynn who was saying that, that he got a little bit of stick was it the Swansea game potentially with the Pablo yeah, goal because goal, goal, goal? obviously it was an empty stadium at mm. that point wasn't it and yeah. uh, it kind of got some glares shot up kind of I think, da- the, I think the whole I think the whole Leeds contingent were getting a bit of that but you know good going up we're going up just calm down mm. going up again aren't we mm. you, well do you not dare do it yeah I think we might. I think we might. Easy. Do you know, doesn't think we are. Rovers chat. In terms of Leeds, not that impressed. I was really impressed with Leicester. I was impressed with Birmingham for spells. Not that impressed with Leeds. I think what they showed was they've got enough about them, enough individual quality in games to win games like that where there's not much in it. And that'll probably be enough to get them promoted. But it feels a bit like an opportunity missed. 
I felt like there was more in it for us. But let's be honest, we're looking at their bench. They're bringing on Spence. They're bringing on Nonto. We're looking at it. And in the greatest of respects, we've got a lot of young lads and, and freebies really on the bench. That's probably ultimately the difference. I think if we'd have had that clinical edge, there was more than enough play that Rovers had to to get the victory. But without that little bit of quality in the final third, I think we were lacking. But we know the situation we're in. Yeah, I mean, do you think like football fans sometimes do down their own team by saying not that impressed by the opposition when actually it's like it's is it not a credit to your team the, and their performance on the day that they they've made you not look that great rather than saying Leeds are shit because we are clearly very good. Yeah, I think he probably he's probably not unfair in his judgment there in just saying we just had better players because I don't think we played particularly well. I think we can play a lot lot better than that. It was probably a bit of a third gear type performance. I think we tried and we. We certainly weren't lucky to get the win, but we can do we can do so much better than that. Do you know the old, the old third gear performances? If you can win in third gear, surely it's better than going all out into fourth and fifth because mm. it's a long old season, isn't it? And I think Farker's got one eye on that. His his prior knowledge of winning this league and what it takes because you know you're, you're playing that game on Saturday lunchtime, and you know as we're at the time of recording, it's Tuesday lunchtime now, and we're playing again tonight. So you've got to keep everyone fresh, haven't you? So if you can do it without getting out of third gear, then all the better. Yeah, it's really weird. I was confused yesterday. Because we kicked off early on Saturday, it just feels like absolutely ages ago that mm. we last played. And then right in Monday's daily email, when we'd usually look back and round up the post-match press conference, Farker had already done his pre-Sunderland press conference. And I was like, what What day is it now? What is happening? But it is a, it's a long old slog, isn't it? And we get into that period. And we do, I mean, we've said it a few times now, but you do forget that even in the promotion season under, under Bielsa, it wasn't all amazing constant attacking there were a lot of grinding out 1-0 2-1 results and it's a really good sign that we're just doing that like we're playing a 6-7 out of 10 but we've got the quality to beat teams and things like the Huddersfield game as well where at half time there's a bit of you going just foot on the neck here let's get 8 or 9 because we felt like we could but instead it felt like second half we went let's just chill out yeah. just keep just save ourselves don't get injured don't get tired everyone calm down and also at Blackburn when they did need to up it in that second half when it was getting a little bit hairy maybe they did just went and gone when it's got a goal because mm. yeah. we've always got it in us we'll hear from Farkas press conference in a bit actually oh super right um, before that let's round up what else Rovers chat have been saying and um, what's this clip about short one he just got a little bit Warnockian when describing the game we've got a significant number of injuries and you cannot fault the effort of the lads and I thought to be honest away from the two final thirds we probably had the better of the game in the middle third, then. The middle third, <laughs> as, it's, one out, as, as it's otherwise known. So one out of one out of three. Yes, is what they dominated in, and the least important of those. Mm-hmm. Two out of six. So congratulations for getting that that middle third. But you can't fault their effort. They're a great bunch of lads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, should we go to Around the Grounds? Uh, yeah, go on. This is a Sheffield Wednesday fan doing his um, around the grounds, and he, he speaks to it. This is him speaking to a Blackburn fan, and I'm not sure if the Blackburn fan gets heart and head right here. My head says two-one win, but my heart says a three-two loss. Yeah. Um, Leeds' front four is uh, deadly. It probably should be illegal in this league. Yeah. Um, some of Villa specialists scares me, um, but with the form Schmeichel is in, Moran. Leonard, yeah. we're, we're a really good young team, pressing, yeah. counter-attacking. It should be a really good game today. Yeah, heart and head, wrong way around. Does Somerville scare you? No. No. It would if it was against us. Mm-hmm. I feel like over the years we've seen players a lot worse than Somerville causing us <laughs> Somerville level problems in this league, haven't we? Like you turn up and like Jimmy Kebe or someone would be playing against you and, and look all of a sudden like the best player in the world. It's funny how I, how I was thinking of Cameron Stewart when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come as a pair, don't they? Insert generic championship <laughs> winger. Yeah, but yeah, the, the heart and head thing. Have you seen Four Lions? There's a uh, bit in that where he says, what's your heart telling you? And he goes, no, it's your head. You need to switch him. And it's the same same with this guy. He, he does ask him to clarify at the end as well, and he got it wrong again. He was like, so what's your prediction again? And he, once again, he repeats, heart's telling me a Leeds win. And it's like, that's not... Anyway, he was reasonably impressed with us anyway, was this fella. Um, but credit to Leeds. Uh, defended well, clean sheet. And like I so said, when the chances presented themselves, they, they, they took them. Um, a goal in each half. Dan James in that first half, great finish. And then Somerville in the second half, um, wrapping the three points up for Leeds United. Um, credit to, to the Leeds fans, thought they were brilliant. Made for a really good atmosphere inside the ground. 7,000 plus in there. Um, supporting the club and uh, yeah my first sampler at a Leeds United game um, really impressive enjoyed it sat quite near him um, so yeah good value singing most of the game and obviously celebrating the two goals and three points going back to Leeds that tone the embodiment of Blackburn Sheffield him right Sheffield Wednesday fan it's nice that we bring in joy to the rest of the championship though I like as well the Sheffield Wednesday fans got to this point and got, I'm just going to watch some other games. <laughs> so hang on a second. So he's a Sheffield Wednesday fan who's gone to watch Blackburn versus Leeds. Mm. Okay. It's choice, I suppose. I it? mean, I'd go watch us over Sheffield Wednesday, even if I was a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Yeah. Yeah. Although they are doing better at the moment. What a couple, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Beating Blackburn, for one. Mm. Should we check in on Rory? Yeah, go on. Let's hear him, because obviously Chelsea have lost to so, Everton. So let me, let me guess then. This It's the end of the world. Well, Chelsea, yeah. And he's well, going, to, well, going to say some very... Ernest things about how things have gone wrong for Chelsea. It just isn't good enough. Pochettino. That's, like that. It's that sort of thing. There is not one impact from Pochettino. Like, it's it's non-existent. And I've had about enough of him, you know. I like I said, before he was appointed, I said that he was too Tottenham for Chelsea. And I was right. 
In fact, I'm going to do a video on this. I'm going to do a separate video. This isn't the video. This video needs to focus on Everton. Focus on the abject performance from those players. Focus on some terrible decisions made by those players. And in fact, talking about even Bowley does these players a favour. Talking about Pochettino does these players a favour because these players are not fit to wear the shirt. They are doing the badge on their heart a disservice. They are pathetic. They are the least likeable crop of players I think I've ever seen a Chelsea team have. It's just because they're not winning, isn't it, Rory? I mean, yeah, I mean, and he's said this before, but he's he's loved the Chelsea team with John Terry, <laughs> Jody Morris, probably, mm. uh, Frank Lampard, all those lads. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, oh, great. Guy, yeah. So you, you can be a monumental dickhead, but win things. Yeah. Makes you likable. Yeah, he's going to do a video on that, so I love it. That's Actually, the... I'm going to do a video about this. Wow, what a guy. Oh, oh please, Rory. Do. I can't wait to hear what you've got to say. Again, I, the word I keep coming back to is just disingenuous. Should we, thing, well, should we hear what he was saying a month ago? Less than a month ago, Michael. Pochettino is getting so much right. This team are coming together. And the fact now that we perform so well against the very best and they have contributed massively to the best Premier League game that the world has ever seen. That is how good that was. But I am now falling rapidly in love with a lot of these players. Last year, and in fact, for a bit longer than that, I found so many players. I've had so much apathy to them. What a tedious arse. <laughs> the whole thing's just tedious, isn't it? He's going to swing back and forth like this all season. Whatever hoovers up the numbers, great. He's in love. He's out of love. A bit like being about 18 again, isn't it? It's like fickle. It's like 14, he Rory. So I'm sure people have yeah. pointed this out. I'm still staggered about that he's too Tottenham for Chelsea or something. So I think, well, he's the same club, basically. <laughs> so just London. I think I think if Chelsea being uh, somehow a lot worse than yeah. Spurs bastards Spurs are relatively inoffensive aren't they I guess yeah I think particularly now they're in the new ground it's just like fine fine well done you've got a big <laughs> stadium you've spent a billion pounds on it they're almost like dis- disconnected from the old Spurs in some ways where should we go next um, should we go scum or should we leave scum should we go um... I'll tell you what let's, let's dive back into the champo alright can we do Alex Neal um, yeah, he's been sacked as Stoke manager. So his, his high point is obviously going to be beating Leeds, as some of these people... As um, yeah, as is often the way for Stoke managers. The new Nathan Jones. Mm. Who turned down the Rotherham job, didn't he? Oh, really? Apparently. Too good yeah. for it. Have they appointed anyone yet? They've just appointed someone this morning. It's not Steve Evans? No, he's called Leem. Okay. Which is, I don't think it was a real name. Steve Evans, fair play to him. He knows no, he's no one's first choice, but he kind of sticks his name in there for it, and he's like, look, if you get to the bottom of the list and I'm there, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll absolutely take it. I'm not bothered. Yeah. I'm no one's first choice. I'm willing to wait round to 2am, hoover up what's knocking about. I'm surprised that um, Alex Neal has left Stoke because I think the crowd are really warming to him. Fuck off, Neil! You bald twat! Fuck off! <laughs> and to save you a job, because I know you do this anyway, yeah. I've, uh, I've just isolated a bit for you so you can, you can use it. You're too good for Against me. me. You bald twat! <laughs> I'm going to be clipping that for the live show well I've already clipped it for you yeah I've done it. that's why I did I, it I I'll, thought, I'll upload it to the bottom machine that's what I thought I thought I'll save you the job because I know you're going to do it anyway I yeah. thought well I've got the file open I'll trim it down for you I'm sure Thank the you. crowd will recreate it themselves anyway it's fine <laughs> excellent I was at um, I was on the basketball on which I know sounds strange my son likes it uh, on um, Sunday and it's a real it's a real nice family vibe at there no one's getting cross or anything did you introduce some poison? No, I didn't. Completely out of nowhere, my son did. He was 10. <laughs> and there were, there were three refs in basketball. One of them was um, was a bald man. Looked a bit like, in fact, 
what's his name? The guy we were going to get from Ajax, the coach. Schroeder. It looked a little bit like him. But at one point, my son shouted, you bald bitch at him. (laughs) 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 Which obviously, because that's not at all the vibe there. At football, you'd be like, that's fine, that's funny. Where's he got that from, I should. Things I, I don't know. I've never called. I don't think I've ever called anyone a bald bitch. Yeah, a bald fraud. Yes. Has anyone ever called you a bald bitch? Only my wife. Mm, well, <laughs> now we know where he got it from. But yeah, I was, <laughs> but yeah, I should probably. I was a bit like, don't say that. But it was very funny as well. So bald yeah, bitch. I was going to say yeah, the, <laughs> the humour kind of takes over at that point. <laughs> isn't it? No, fair play. Fair play. Uh, right um, where to next should go to someone who's got a lovely head of hair Daniel Farker yes this is from Monday's press conference we don't normally have bits of Farker's press conference but is he basically saying that Pat's a moaning a moaning hairy bitch alright you see I, I didn't uh, I didn't hear this so um, this is the first time for me a few players are struggling at the moment with uh, with illness and, and cold and flu uh, it's this time of the year it's always a bit unpredictable because you never know so yeah, each and every morning a different player can wake up and, and, um, yeah, moan about some symptoms. And for that, it's, it's difficult uh, to say right now who's really available. One of these players is, for example, Patrick Bamford, who was definitely not available in the last game. Oh, interesting. Comes in every day moaning about something, which yeah. does kind of fit with where, we, <laughs> where we've gone occasionally with Pat. It's like, oh, I'm tired. My leg hurts. Oh, I got a cough. Poor Pat. It's, it's funny what you read into. Farker's presses because there was a bit where he was chatting about who might play left back as well mm. I think he was like yeah I wish I had Shackleton available and Byram what about Helder and Junior and <laughs> I was like oh, he said he's in last but yeah I mean he got he did get asked about Helder and was just like yeah it won't be him we're, looking, we, um, we're looking at other options mm. is should, what he said should we use today as the official uh, six monthly sign a left back you swats well, he, did, he, did get, he did get asked about that in his presser and he says yeah I think that would be a good idea I think God, he's finally cracked it. They've mm. finally realised. Just get one. Just send Greta Steinson in to, just to march in somewhere and take a left back. Apparently a very serious man. Mm. Just going, I'm having your left back. Mm-hmm. When I went to the trust thing with Parag Morate, someone asked him about January and signings and maybe even left back was a, a particular question asked and he cited Junior Furpo coming back to fitness <clears> as <throat> a reason. I think he's been injured twice since then, hasn't he? <laughs> it's almost like he is to coin a phrase that has been used on one of these shows before perpetually injured mm. and perhaps we need to accept that he can't be relied upon and just sign a left back someone should look into ask Johnny Cooper about this maybe I wonder how many what are the most consecutive minutes Junior Furpo has managed to play without being injured I don't feel like he's ever got beyond five or six games without an injury mm. I think it was uh, Mr. Paul Robinson on Twitter who um, posted a meme of the drummer from Spinal Tap. It's getting a little bit like that, our left back, isn't it? We're just killing off drummers, we're killing off left backs. Because again, you, you've tried to put Sam Byram in, but you know we don't know for sure that Sam Byram's going to be all right. And lo and behold, he's hurt his hammy. I mean, we sort again. of know Sam Byram's not going to be all right in a way, don't we? Based on the evidence. But, but it's the same, isn't it? Like Based on the evidence so far, we know Junior Furpo's probably going to be injured at some point. Sam Byram... Not the best record when it comes to injuries. You think he might be injured. Do you know what I'd do? Try and sign one who's not injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at least with Byron, though, he has evidence of being good in that position. Yeah. I, I know there's a lot of talk about Furpo with his injuries. I kind of don't think that's necessarily the problem with him. It's it's more when, he's, when he does play that I worry. Yeah, when you see Byron going off injured, you're like, oh, no. Whereas when you see Furpo's injured, you go, ah, 
Oh, well. I, th- I think <laughs> that's not going to make a huge difference, is it? When Junior goes, there'll be a big sigh of relief, I think. Sadly for Junior. Mm. January. Bless him. January's a good time to move if you're a left back. Time to go live on the farm. Ins and outs. Ins and outs. Anyway, um, yes, sign a left back, please. Should we just repeat that every show that we do between now and the end of January and or the end sign. of time? Yeah. Until they actually sign one. I think some people from the club do listen. So mm. sign a left back. Sign a left back. Sign a left back. If you don't don't want, you... if you don't want to hear it, sign a left back. I accept Sam Byram if he's fit, his first yeah. choice. He's been really good there. Yeah. Happy with that. But get another one. Yeah. Just to play sometimes. And then just to make sure. Third. Or fourth. All right. Yeah. Anyway, where are we going now? Back to uh Old Trafford is falling down. We can do it. I'll, I'll give a quick update actually on straight talking with Carlton and Paddy. Oh, right. how was it? How's it going? So the this new... is the just for anybody who hasn't caught the last couple of shows, it's a new podcast that Carlton Palmer was launching with Paddy Kenny. With Paddy Kenny. They're then... talking all things football. Yeah. Paddy, uh, that's Paddy Kenny, who was recently Ghoul's AFC's joint manager. They're not because he didn't really fancy the workload. Yeah, he'd, he'd yeah. done it for a month and missed a couple of games. <laughs> The Saturdays were getting a bit much for him. The most recent development was Carlton Palmer then, the anchor presumably of this show. He was in Portugal and talking <laughs> about moving there. He's been on holiday as well. He did do what the, the did the pilot with Paddy. I mean, we've all done it when we've gone on holiday. Do you know what? I could live here. Carlton has been working, in fairness. He's been doing some TV stuff. Since then, obviously, yeah, Paddy has left Ghoul and now he has left the podcast because it's now called Straight Talking with Carlton and Friends. Right. Um, and Paddy Kenny's decided he's too busy for this too. Yeah, a bit much. So got, episode he, has, one, he has got five kids though. Episode one, he was saying he was dead busy doing this podcast and doing his ghoul job. He's got rid of them now. I do admire how this is like the anti-high performance podcast. <laughs> like we've done one episode <laughs> I did one. and can't be fucked. Have we, have we not got the clip of Jamie Oliver? I feel like everyone's seen it. Right. It's been it's, it's been too popular. Yeah. I mean, I've been tagged in it about a thousand times on Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you want to find it, um, have a look for the Radio X Twitter account. Chris Moyle's breakfast show had Jake come from, I believe, their friends or no one another at least. And Jake was on as one of the early guests. And Chris mentioned that Jamie Oliver was coming on later on as a, as a guest later on on the show. So he begged for him to come on the high performance mm-hmm. podcast. And uh, Jamie Oliver's response to this when Chris played a clip was just to say, absolutely not. <laughs> James Milner's on it. It's really upsetting, isn't it? When you see people you would like on there. Mm. I don't know. Do we forgive him? Yeah, of course we do. Is he getting up at 3am or whatever time you have to get up to be high performance? Who, Milner? Yeah. Probably is, isn't he? No, Probably him. is, yeah. Right. But he is, but also you can say, you know, genuinely. He is a professional athlete still, so. High performance. Yeah. Like has won loads of stuff and been playing for about 30 years, so. Yeah, fair enough. But don't speak to Jake about it. That'd be my <laughs> advice. Don't tell him. If you ask what's the secret of his success, just I'm not telling you, not bad. Staying in bed. <laughs> I get loads of sleep. If, I, if I'm asked to go on it, I will go on. Yeah, you will. What, you, what, you can, what would you say? What would you say your high performance tips are? My, uh, what does he call them? Your non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. What yeah. are my non-negotiables? I'll have to think about that. Never, Kicking the ball really hard. Never paying above four ninety nine for any item. Yeah, get free stuff. Can you do this cheaper? In fact, this is this was um, going to be a Heroes and Villains nomination, but someone whose name I can't remember tweeted me to say they had just seen Joe Piru in B and M at good. Colton. Nice. So that, I mean, good lad. Good right. lad. Did we get any heads up on what Joel might have been buying? Was it Christmas decorations, Christmas cards, maybe? Well, you can some get everything paint, there. You can get some you, dust sheets. See what you can buy in there. Astonished cleaning products. <laughs> Tragic. Do you know what I did by my last purchase? Not even sponsored by them anymore. My last um, purchase from B&M was those, those vacuum seal bags where you put some clothes in or whatever, mm. attach your vacuum to it, and it sucks all the air out, and then you can shove them in your loft. Mm. You get like a brick of clothes. 
Good for space saving. Yeah. Turns out there's a lot of air in folded clothes. But it just what clothes are you putting up there? I actually, funnily enough, taking a leaf out of your book, it's all my old lead shirts because taking mm. up taking up draw space. I'm in my mid forties now. I don't wear football shirts, so I thought I want to keep all my shirts from the nineties. And actually, probably removing the oxygen from them will stop them mm. deteriorating. So they've been bagged. I want to put them in my loft. Fair enough. I only wear uh, this type of football shirt now. Stylish ones. Anyway, it was I think it was like eight bags for eight quid, which was good. Nice, good. Yeah. Right, Old Trafford, falling Let, down. Let's, yeah. let's, let's head to scum to finish yeah. on, shall we? Beat Chelsea, didn't they, in the week? Did they? Mm. To end a corner. They all got a little bit giddy about it because they still think Chelsea are good despite the table showing Chelsea are obviously a very bad team. Mm-hmm. So this is Webby and O'Neill talking quite rationally about Ten Hag during the week. You and I, Eric Ten Hag, we're behind him at the moment, do you know what I mean? He's, he's doing the best he can and... This year, I thought, would have happened last year with the chaos. Ten games we've lost now. But the thing is, Webby, everyone, in my opinion, should be giving Eric Ten Hag the chance (laughs) in the next two transfer windows because next season, that then should be his team and that's when he should be judged on. Not with the garbage, what's being pulled up here with some of the players' attitudes and the lack of standards and everything. So to me, Webby, is it right that everyone should give Eric Ten Hag the chance of the next two transfer windows and then judge him going forward. No, you, you, you spot on Tony because obviously then it's going to be his team. He's picking and buying the players. Obviously, not got most. Hopefully, some of the players who was here on big contracts will be left uh, by one way or the other. But it doesn't matter who's here. It's Manchester United Football Club. You lose a few games is a crisis. <laughs> yeah, it is right at the end playing the hits. Did you see that Pochettino? Pochettino was talking in the post-match about the need to spend money looking at the January window. They need more players, don't they? Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. They just don't have enough. It's wild. The, the lack League, of investment is Premier League's sickening. Is, it's insane, isn't it? And also, I mean, I'm, I would personally say do give him two more transfer windows because he's signed some absolutely shit players so far. I mean, the players he has managed to sign have been people like Anthony and Onana and other people who are he's can now... You, can got you, the can, cost, ask, didn't can you hear um, Onana's name and go, what's my name? Onana... I can't. Mm. Did you see? Um, just looking at Chelsea and and all that and their uh, their finances. Did you see that uh, Pontypridd United could Pontypridd? I, I want to get the pronunciation right. Someone will correct me. Will face, <laughs> well, that, well, that's a race hate crime, isn't it? <laughs> could face a hundred and forty-one point deduction. They've had six points deducted immediately because I think they've been playing an eligible player and they've suspended the remaining hundred and forty-one points or whatever it is. Let's have a look. Who's the player? No, so six points have gone already. It's only a one three five deduction. Okay, not fair all, the one four one will be the total amount. So it's mm. five. That's oh, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, eighteen charges. Oh, it's player contract breaches by the sounds of it. So uh, okay, they um, had an independent arbitrator. Now David Phillips is that the guy, guy who did ours and did the recent mm. crying about Leeds Everton bias one? Yeah, was that say is that the same guy? Yeah, I think it is. Unless it's a different one. Yeah. Unless, it's, uh, unless that's Dave Benson Phillips who's done this one. Yeah, it could be, to be fair. So yeah, 141 point deduction, six of which docked immediately, player contract breaches, and then if I think there's any more shenanigans proven between now and the end of the season, they will lose points for every single one. So uh feels like a hefty sanction, but I think it's the appropriate sanction for Man City and Chelsea, isn't it? <laughs> and Everton, and is there any others? Um, who else do we think is up to no good? Who else should we speculate on? <laughs> Give Derby some more as well. Yeah. 
I refuse to accept that Bournemouth can be sustainable in a stadium that small, so probably them. Yeah. I mean, they did cheat to get out of the EFL before, didn't they? Didn't cheat this weekend, though, did they? What, Old Trafford? Great bunch of lads. Ah, oh, great bunch of lads. And so what should we go back to? Go back to Webby and O'Neill. Right. So we're just saying, obviously, give him a couple of transfer windows. Yeah. Um, we're behind him. It's not his fault. Yeah. Give See him some more goes. money, repair the leaking roof, all that. Managers get sacked on performances like that because that could have been 8 0. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not taking the mick out of anyone when I say that. That was as poor as I've seen Manchester United play. Uh, and to be honest, if he had a gun, I'd shoot a lot of them. I would do. I mean, proportionate. It's, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Andy Tate over on Stratford Paddock is going down a similar line as well. Well, what do you expect? Not how worried I expe- What do you expect? I, I expect God to go out of Europe. Yep. And I expect zero performance. And I expect another week of grief. And I expect lacklustre performance on Tuesday, day before my birthday. Yeah, I was born Friday the 13th, mate. Were you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, chainsaw, rocky mask. <laughs> if I went in the dressing room like Jason, believe me, there'd be nothing left. <laughs> right then. Okay. <laughs> Considering they expect so little, what are they getting so upset for whenever they lose? I know, it's true. I did uh, I did see a tweet over the weekend, and it was probably somebody just chasing numbers or clout or whatever on Twitter, saying no other football club has had it as bad as Man United in the last 10 years. But really? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Andy Tate, I don't know how old he is, he's about, he's older than me, I'd say he's probably like late 40s. So really, he, he had the golden ticket. He's, he's lived his entire adult life. His formative years are going to be spent watching one of the best teams in the country. During yeah. like during which Man United won something every single year. You had a good you had a good run. Yeah. It's, and it's, Someone o- else's and turn, it's over. It? Yeah. But you had between being like probably fifteen to thirty five, he just watched his team win every single week. It was a good, imagine that. And imagine moaning about it now. I know this is Manchester United and it's different. Well this is Manchester United Football Club. It is Manchester United Football Club. Right then. Um, let's round it off with Flying Pig United mm, this has done the rounds a little bit and it's hard to know if this is a bit of performance art or a bloke living with his mum <laughs> but it is quite funny the way it unfolds oh no they made it 2-0 you Oh no, I've accidentally fucking broken the whole fucking plate on the floor mate bollocks mate it's cash guys what the fuck they've made it 2-0 how has this happened and Andre Onana again flapping away at it, flapping and flapping and flapping away at it. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that, all right? Stop it. Oh, no, that's a really good play. I'm sorry. I apologise, I knocked it with my knee. I didn't even mean to do it, all right? Fucking unbelievable. I'm being serious. Can you shut the door, please? I need my own time. Look, United are just kissing. We're losing 2 0 to Bournemouth, Nicola. We're losing 2 0 to Bournemouth, Nicola, okay? That's good for Bournemouth, isn't it? No, it's not good for Bournemouth. <laughs> I've told you not to come in, Nicola, when the sign's on the door. You don't know what I'll be doing. I mean, my wife's, you know, it's a bit confused as to what I do, but I think if I was shouting in the spare bedroom, I'd be, I'd be told to leave, and mm. quite rightly so. Smashing plates up because Lewis Cook's playing really well in midfield. <laughs> he normally does that in the kitchen, to be fair. Mm. Just gets angry, throws mm. stuff around. Not with Lewis Cook. No. Do we think that was genuine or not? I mean, the, the fact there was a... Unless he said, scripts it before, so look, if we go behind, I'm going to break a plate, you can come in. I can tell you to go away. Yeah. But he did it at 2... The fact he did it at 2-0 rather than 1-0 makes me think it was accidental. So it's Nicola I feel for. Hmm. Just being lumbered with that. <laughs> Daft YouTubers talking about football. Ridiculous, isn't it? I know. Stupid business. Bold facts a lot of them. <laughs> Do you know what? 
let's sign off with it just one more time, shall we? Let me let me run it back, as the kids would say. You ball twat! We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.